say in the matter. So, well, this, this, this selfing is an activity yeah, that's dominated, it's, it's predominantly in the thought system. Yeah. The thought system, thoughts picture us as a body. That's how thoughts picture us. So when you're thought about, you're thought about as a body. Even when you are thought about as a spiritual something, it will be a spiritual person, which is the body. Yeah. The sense of being a singular unit. There's no sense of singular unit without a thing. Yes, you can't. There would be no demarcation line where there would be a thing and other if there was no thing. Yeah. So this sense of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity that's, that's the selfing, and what it does is, by its constant application, that which is so can take itself to be a body, seemingly, yes? And only in time. What seems like the basic condition here is an impossibility, literally. But in time, it can seem to be so. It's very important in a way. Seemingly means, is a very important word, it means it appears to be true or false to you. Yeah? So everything here is seemingly so. Everything. Yeah? It seems to be true or false to you. Now the you that is seemingly to be true or false to is under great suspicion, but it's seeming to be true or false to you. So there is no, everything is inherently empty. Yes? of any quality to impose or, or produce any effect. But when what is so, it's like a statement in recovery that says uh, about an acronym for fear and it's false evidence appearing real. Yeah? Now, false evidence can't be real, but it can appear to be real. Yeah? But it has to have what's real to appear to be real too. The false evidence can only appear to be real to what is real. We're reality. Yeah. Not as this, but we are reality. And what's happening here, in a way, if there's a here to begin with, is this reality, or reality, is giving reality to things through being identified as a thing. Yeah. So I had this experience when I was young. It was an uncle I had... Uncle Fred, who I liked a lot because he used to hand me a dollar bill behind his back at relative parties, yeah? So he sort of bought my love, which is <laughs> usually how it works in the end. So, <laughs> so I liked Uncle Fred, and then he passed away. I was only nine years old. And my mother took me to the funeral, and it was an open casket. And she wanted to go up and say goodbye to Uncle Fred, which I wasn't that keen on, but I'm nine years old, so she walks me up there. I look in the casket, and I had a direct hit. Hey, that un- that's not Uncle Fred. Yeah. When I saw the body dead, so to speak, it was obvious the body wasn't Uncle Fred, and therefore was never Uncle Fred. There was something that I was identifying with the body, which was, let's say, spirit or whatever it was, because I was in that state of being identified as a body, as spirit, yeah? So because I saw myself as a body, I could only see life while it was actively expressing itself as the body. But when that life seemed to have left the body, it was obviously not Uncle Fred, yes? 
the body is, in, is a non-existent thing. It does it, it. You can have a perfect eyeball, but without that juice of life in it, it's not seeing a damn thing. You know, and if Uncle Fred's eyes were perfectly intact, you could have probably transplanted one of those eyes that was never going to see anything into a live body and it would facilitate seeing. Yes. So what's looking is what we're looking for, and it's not a body. So the whole so it says here, being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. So it's very clear. I mean, the AA Big Book is an incredible book, you know, it really is. So it's very clear that he's saying self manifests in various ways is what has defeated us. We're the us, yeah? We're the us. Now, all this, these us's think they're a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, and the emphasis is think there. Without the thinking, there would be no sense of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. You think that you're a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Yeah? So now the, all the us's here are saddled with this idea of being a self, and in that condition, that allows self, it, through its manifestations, to defeat us. Yeah? It's as simple as that. That's what's happening. Now, the selfing activity can, can be going on, and it's going to continue to go on, but if it's not going on to you, then its influence diminishes greatly. Yeah? It's sort of like when you're young, you know, at least this is how I saw life when I was a few years old. Life was happening, yes? I didn't see it that way. That's just how it was. I hadn't entertained other views. Life was just happening. And then in around four or five, life was seen in a different way, which is life's happening to me. Yeah? Now that's an interpretation. Life is happening, there's consciousness in contact. I'm seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and touching, yes? We have five gates of experience. If we could have 20 gates of experience, there's no limit to that which is experiencing, consciousness or awareness. You're not going to run out of awareness. <laughs> you can't build it up or really take it down. You can just seemingly forget it, basically. But how to forget it, you have to be something other than consciousness to forget consciousness. And that's the identification as the body, yeah? So, all right, so this whole idea of self, the selfing, to me, is a mental process, and it's said very beautifully by Ramana Maharshi, if you know that master. To me, this statement is the conception of self which is, there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. You could look at almost all spiritual practices and you would see that as actually what's going on. Yes? There's an identification as something that we're not that wants to get salvation not from what we're not, but for what we're not. See, that's how spirituality becomes another form of slavery. It's just like any other seeking, yeah? The seeking is used to emphasize the seeker. The meditating is used to emphasize the meditator. The doing good deeds is, is being used to emphasize the good deed doer. You have to see it. If you don't see it, you're going to be looking from it. If you're looking from it, you'll never notice it, ever. Yeah? 
You'll just keep on keeping on trying to find salvation for the non-existent thing as the non-existent thing. So, where, what is that presupposing? What is that presupposing addressing what we are? Yeah? That's what it's addressing. And the thought system gives us this incredibly insane idea that we're a body. So now the con- it's beautiful in a way because the thought system, the mental process, cannot get rid of what's a fact. But it, what it does is it actually claims the fact and says it's an attribute it has. So now, the presupposing, it's a beautiful statement. So the supposing of a non-existent thing presupposes the non-existent thing before what the non-existent thing appears after to, which is consciousness. Yeah? So now you and I are put in a position of being the one who's conscious, and immediately the possibility of being unconscious becomes a seeming reality. Yes? And now consciousness, which is just an inherent state, now becomes a thing that is an attribute I can get more or less of based on what I do or don't do. That's total selfing. You've made an inherent condition something that you can have as a fucking imaginary non-existent condition. What the hell? For that non-existing condition to seem non-existing, it has to forget the inherent condition. And one of the best ways it forgets it by looking for it as a non-existent condition. So you're seeking the truth when it's already been objectified as somewhere other than where you are. How where's how's that gonna fucking work out? It's like a great business spirituality because I mean the warranty never is never up. It's going to be lifetimes of purification until you're fucking ready. Give me a fucking break. It's like a perfect thing. You can't, you know. Hey, I, where's the happy, joy, and freedom? <laughs> I, I've been paying into this. I remember I read a Buddhist magazine, Tricycle. I really liked it. It was very high gloss and very nice. Years and years ago, and there was like an editorial in the magazine, just a page about. Uh, this famous meditation teacher who'd been teaching meditation for 30 years, and all of it, a lot of his old students were getting in touch with him and saying, hey, you know, after these 25 years, nothing's happened. I said, thank you so fucking much. <laughs> I canceled my subscription to Tricycle, and I just sat with that little bit of information. What? 25 years and nothing's happened? Why would I fucking get on that bus? Unless I like the trip. Yeah. What happens here, a lot of us want an experience. And what we are is not an experience to be had. Yeah. If you're interested in spiritual spectacle, this is a very disappointing message. Yeah. Because, the, the, you know, people aren't going to, oh, you're so you know, clear. No, that may not happen. Nothing. There's no, you don't have different degree of belts. And there's no black belt and something like that. There's no superior ultimate understanding. There's just vision. And if the vision isn't seemingly in place, then there's understanding to allow it to become more obviously in place. But nothing, the understanding does not place the vision in place. The vision is always available at all times, right where we are, with no requirement necessary. You, as St. Francis says, you are what you're looking for. 
What's looking is what you're looking for. It doesn't say what's looking and then 12 pages of requirements for you to fulfill so that you become the thing that you're looking for. It's just what's looking right now is what you're looking for. End of story. So the selfing, the thought system pictures us as a body. When you're thought about, you're thought about as a body. When the thought system thinks about you in the past, it pictures you as a body. So let's say you're going over what happened to you as a body five years ago, which is totally a memory. The only thing you ever remember now is a memory. There's no, there's no, it never fucking happened in one sense, yeah? So here you go, the thought system's thinking about me in the past, yeah? And it's remembering me, but not in the past. It's remembering me now, yeah? By thinking about me as a body in the past. And then, and it also does the other move, it worries about me, What's, where am I going to be five years from now? Not as spirit, because I'll be at the exact same no place that I'm at right now, but as a body. Yeah? And of course, I'm concerned about what conditions my body will be in, because I hold them as my, my conditions. Yeah? So, all right, so now I'm worrying about me in the future. It's very upsetting. Where? Now. So the logic of the mental state is simple. I was there, I will be there, therefore I am here now. You have to be remembered as a self. The self doesn't generate its own fucking energy. It doesn't have any. We generate it by believing the selfing. We are the projector and the light that produces that image of being a body. Yeah? Then there's that identification. Now the starting point has been very subtly moved to you as the Alpha and the Omega. And then it makes no fucking sense to what you are, but to this it makes total sense. Yeah? Like the Course in Miracles says on page 468, lovely paragraph, he says, the brain interprets to the body. The brain, this thing that's collating everything, collates everything to the body. It's not translating all this to spirit. It's translating all this to the body. That's the point. If the presupposing of the non-existent thing is in place, yeah, and therefore you start after that, and if you start after that, it's a fact. If you see it, it's not. But if you start after it, that presupposing a non-existent thing, the non-existent thing is now the new fact. And from that fact, all the logic of everything else this action figure does is based on that being you. If you saw that as not you, you'd see how insane this fucking place is. Isn't it obvious that, what at the thought system? Watch it. It values yesterday and tomorrow. It doesn't value now. It uses now to think about yesterday and tomorrow. Why would you like that to be your GPS? It's got the oldest fucking maps. It's never delivered the goods. And we keep going back to it like it's the Greek oracle. Why? Because we're in a swoon because we think it to be us. The way that the voice, the thoughts sound, they sound like my voice. This is not your voice. It's in a body of vocal cords. When does it become yours? Only through the act of being identified as this. If not, it's just a sound. C. 
See, most of us start after the heist is already completed. Then we decide we've got to get a whole new security system and have the greatest locks. But the thief is inside with us. Yeah? Every time it enters the most intimate files of us, we call it me. It gets to see fucking everything. And it uses it against us, isn't it? It tortures you about shit that never even happened 20 years ago today. <laughs> if you see it, I'm telling you, if you start seeing it during the heist, it's, it becomes very meek. It goes, puts down the silverware. Oh, okay. I'm going to go to the store now. It just, it's... Our quality of seeing, which isn't, in, it's inherent, yeah? No one in this room woke up, you know, we went to a spin class or yoga class or whatever fucking thing. None of us went to a seeing class, dude. None of us were going to sit and watch pictures of ancient masters and see, we'll see better, yeah? Or practicing hearing. As long as the ear works, you're going to hear everything in a certain spectrum of space. Yes? <coughs> Has it demonstrated any thought or effort to hear, to see, to feel, to taste, to touch? I don't care how much you've tasted, or maybe tasted is a little too much, how much you felt. You're not sick of feeling things. Your head may say you're sick of it, but there's no, it's not reluctant to feel an impression by doing this, is it? Does it run out? Does it get tired? Does your scene run out? Let's say you got a big package of scene on Sunday night and you blew it by Thursday. So you got to have a, like a lost weekend to stay home and watch Die Hard 12 and stay there because, no, it doesn't have any quantity to it and hasn't ever demonstrated any thought or effort. I'm talking right now the conscious contact. Has it demonstrated any thought or effort? then why do we believe that we can get back there through thought and effort? As a great Zen master said in the faith mind, you can't use activity to produce stillness, that would be activity. If you use the body to produce stillness, the body is an activity. And what's going to happen is, it's going to use the activity of trying to produce stillness, and it's still an activity. Yeah? That which you're not will never rest in that which you are. It's just seen through from that which you are. That selfing is totally agitated, constantly. It's in a slinky type move like this. It has a desire to become what it thinks it's not and has a desire to unbecome what it thinks it is. All day. Yes? It's like generates itself, this movement. It doesn't need any stairs. It's zoom, zoom, zoom. How is that agitation ever going to recognize peace? If it runs into peace, it gets agitated about it, doesn't it? Look at what people have done with the word enlightenment. When enlightenment means cessation of all suffering, people in these type of talks are driving themselves crazy because they're not enlightened. Or worse, that someone else is enlightened and they're not fucking enlightened. So the whole idea of enlightenment is the exact opposite of how the mental state's using it. It's causing more agitation. The worst thing most of us ever heard was awakening. It's like, it's like, forget it. No one should have ever, ever, no one should have ever said, oh, I had an event and I woke up. Because everyone thinks if they duplicate that event, you know, like if they woke up at Kmart, let's say, and they were in like the appliance aisle, 
and a toaster fell on their head at 10 o'clock Friday morning. People are going to go to Kmart, try to get this weight right near that toaster with the hopes it hits them on the head. This is not... We are inherently awake. Now, the options here is you can be awake to that fact, or you can be asleep to that fact. But it has nothing to do with an awakening. You are already awake. We're inherently awake right now. It just may not seem to be so to us, as the self. To the us, it's obvious. So that's the thing. There's an inherent awakeness. You can be seen to be awake to that, or you can see not to be awake to that. That's the deal. For me, one promotes a traveling lighter for the damn action figure. The other produces a possibility of extreme heaviness put into the same circumstances and situations in life. You can drop like an alcoholic into heaven, it'll be hell in a day. They'll fucking ruin anything in a very short period of time. So what happens if the one quality, the mental state has really jumped on the back of seeing and turned it seemingly into a form of looking called self-centeredness, yeah? So now we see everything is how it pertains to us, and that looking is blind to the seeing. You can't use the looking to find seeing, because you are what's looking. The seeing is what's looking. You can't use the looking to find the seeing. The seeing is what's looking. Like the great Zen master Hoang Po says, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use big M mind to seek mind. You can't use light to seek light. Now, if you think you're a body, then seeking the Buddha makes total sense. You'd like to have a little Buddha nature and apply it to this nature. Yeah, I want to become spiritual. But if you're the Buddha, it would be an insane idea to seek yourself. To relegate it to a position of knowing yourself when you can be that, which all the, the only way we can have any relation to that which is, as that which not, is to know it as a conceptual level. But as Ramana Maharshi says, to know God is to be God. To know is to be in this, in this realm. In this realm of spirit, knowledge is the booby prize. It's, it's being. Yeah? This is inherently on, incessantly on, and I can't believe it's going fucking unnoticed. It's like a fish, really, with self-centeredness, may think it's dry as hell. And may even join other fish who are just as insanely fucking ignorant, and they may think they're dry. And they go on a whole story their whole life of how dry they've been, they don't want you want it was a drink, a quenching drink from the ocean. They're fucking immersed in the ocean. Think what we are takes no time to be what we are. None. It doesn't take any time. It's always so. That's why we're missing it. We want something to stop or not be there and then suddenly appear to be there to grok it. But this isn't appearing or disappearing. It's always there. Always here. Always. Yeah? 
It's like people with gravity, you know, I talk about gravity a lot because I bet you in Seattle, in all the smoking cafes, fucking unbelievable what's happening here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all these cafes, I bet you no one talked about the effects of gravity today on them. If they were tired from climbing a hill, they blamed the hill. Yes? But we're constantly, as a body, under the influence of gravity, but we have no idea. And then people will study gravity, they'll become an expert in gravity, write a 1,200-page book about gravity, but all they can do is know gravity. But if you, all you need to do is go into an anti-gravity chamber, and you would know it completely by its absence. That's exactly what this is like. When you see the activity that only presupposes, implies, infers, assumes that you're a thing, when you see that, yeah, from the seeing, it's not a fact. From the seeing, it's only an active activity. It can only reach a level of seemingly being so to what is truly so. And what is truly so is what's looking out of all our heads right now. That's the reality. It lends itself to things constantly through the identification as a thing. This whole, this whole place, there is no thing called dream. That's, there's no object called I fell into a dream. This is dreaming. It's, a, it's not, there's never going to be a dream. There's just dreaming. Yeah? And I, as the Course in Miracles says so beautifully, you and I are the dreamer of the dream. I like to use the word dreaming because I don't like nouns, but you and I are the dreamer of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming. Now that's an incredible impossibility. How could the dreaming forget that it's dreaming? Yeah. Because it can't. It can only seemingly forget it in time. Yeah? So this is how I saw it. When I read that statement and then things occurred in my head, I saw that the only way the dreaming could forget that it's dreaming would be remembering itself as the dreamt. Yeah? So now it takes itself to be a figure in the dreaming and it believes it's real and therefore the dream seems real. Yeah? So it goes like this. You and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming this dream and in that condition we give everything we've dreamt the power to affect us as this dreamt. We're dreaming thoughts. We're dreaming it all. And all the power they seem to have over us has been given to them, given to those things by us. So the thought systems, how do they have so much weight in our life? You haven't, I always use this when I used to do the AA things. Well, let's put three words up here. Money, health, uh, sex. All right, so everyone would register some kind of feeling, yeah, by from where you're looking at it from, yes? It's all based on your condition, what that means. You see that, right? Yes. All right, so I'm going to change the word completely without changing the word at all. I'm going to change the meaning of the word completely without changing one letter in the word. My money, my health, my sex. So here I am. I come to Seattle. I wish all of you to have tons of money. 
but I don't want you, any of you to have any of my money. Yeah? When it's money, I wish you all have it. When it's my money, everything changes. You see? This is the glue. The glue is the mind. That's the consent. That's the belief. That's listening to the selfing, not hearing it, but listening to it. That produces the mind. And the mind uh, is applied to thoughts, feelings, actions, vision, hearing, smelling, tasting, and touching. It uses everything it's come in contact with, right, to facilitate the bondage of self. So the glue isn't the word. It isn't the word. The glue is the mind. The word is used to transport or apply the glue, yeah? But it ain't the glue. And the glue can never produce what it's attempting to make seem to be real. It cannot make you a self. So it keeps being applied constantly, so it starts appearing that you're solid and you're a thing. Yeah. But if you actually look at it, you'll see it's just an activity with huge amount of spacious holes around it. And as if you're not giving over your attention and interest, not yours, but the attention and interest, where the hearing turns into listening. Listening is the activity of the bondage of self. Yeah? You're gonna hear you're gonna hear thoughts, but listening to them is different. Listening now, now the vehicle is gonna get to the destination and the glue of mind is going to be applied. And so a thought is just a thought, but if it's yours, it can be a fucking beginning of a story. Like there's a story in one of the AA recovery stories, which is this guy goes has been sober and then he's gonna go out. And his whole escapade about drinking again starts with this simple statement. A thought occurred to me. <laughs> every one of our chapters of every freaking day we've been in has had that as the beginning of a lot of chapters. A thought occurred to me. Now, what happened if you saw that a, current, a thought is occurring as you? And then in that condition, when a thought occurs to that which is a thought, there's a fucking bonding. There's a spawning. There's birth is given. Birth is given. You give it the meaning it has. Yes? You bring it into uh, expression. Like here, people have this just thoughts. Thoughts are just happening. None of them are ours. Yeah? And let's say I have a girlfriend, which I did for six years. And let's say many times during the six years, I thought I hate fucking death, you know? Now, I never said it. So the only person that disturbed was me. But one night... I believe it so much, I hate fucking death, I say it. Yes. Now that night I forget that I said it, but she doesn't forget it the rest of her life. Yeah. And now here, in this little drama, I'm tattooed by that thought. Because it found fulfillment, it produced a, an action. Some people are in jail because they heard their, they believed their thoughts that that guy is fucking with me and they killed that person. Now they're suffering the effects of that thought that was just coming and going for 30 years here in the dreaming. It's almost like you get tattooed and none of the thoughts are ours. None of the thoughts are ours. But as soon as you, you match a my with them, then the thought seems to have a lot of power. And if it motivates an action, you're going to be beholden to it here. It's an activity. It's an activity in time, and we're not of time. 
The selfing is an activity in time, and we're not of time. The selfing, one guy sent me some information about it. It says that the sense of self, it takes like 500 of a second to produce, yeah? The mental process produces it like 500 a second after conscious contact, yeah? And then the presupposing is that you were before the conscious contact and you're the one that's conscious of this. That's what it does, yeah? What process are you going to practice here that will outdraw that gunslinger? Are you going to meditate yourself out of being the meditator? Are you going to make enough money to, met, to make enough money to get you out of being a money maker? Whatever the selfing comes in contact with, it's going to claim and it's going to, it's going to use to imply, to assume, to presuppose, to infer there's a someone that's doing it. That's the bondage of self. It doesn't never happened, it's happening. It never happened, not one of us have ever been bound to self, but the bondage of self is happening. That's the beautiful news. You are that which it's happening to. What you are is that when the selfing stops, you continue. There is no beginning point where you started and you're ending. There's no time that's passing in what you are. There's no condition that can affect that. It's like we're like the, the bigger mind is like the sky. Huge freaking sky. Tons of shit happens in the sky, doesn't it, really? I mean, a, a cloud looks like a puppy at 11 o'clock. By about 5, it's not a puppy. And if you wish that that cloud would be back the next day, it's not. It's always moving, you know. Things are flying through the sky, planes. They never call the, you know, the tower and say, I ran into a big chunk of sky. It rains, the sky doesn't get wet. A bird shits, it doesn't land on the sky. It lands on the cars. So all this stuff is happening in the sky. You can have 365 4th of July explosive events. None of them would rent the sky open. So all this stuff is happening in it, yet none of it affects it. It's exactly what our mind is like. Our mind. Not my mind. Our mind. Yeah? We're untouchable. There is no tattoo up there. Big M mind. Awareness. The mind that when it has, when there's an expansion in it, the expansion in it is not the mind expanding, there's an expansion in mind. And when the expansion in mind occurs, it's sort of like throwing a pebble in a super deep well. You never hear it hit. And so it resonates how fucking unbelievably infinite mind is by just an expansion in mind. Yeah? So when you read something, like for me, this statement, you, are, you and I are the dreamer of the dream, has constantly produced an avalanche in mind for me. Yeah? What's looking is what you're looking for. Volumes and volumes of knowledge have come out of that one statement. Volumes of it. We're like the living scripture. We give life and breath to everything. So, seeing the problem, if, if there's a sense of a real problem, 
we need a solution. In this case, when you find the solution, yes, it shows that there was no real problem. And then the solution disappears. If the problem takes a reality, then there's going to be solution, problem, solution, problem, solution, problem, and that's the bigger problem. The best way to get out of a place is realize you were never in the place. You want to have an experience of being out of something? It never comes from escaping. It's, re it's realizing you were never in it. That's the experience of being out of things here. You realize you've never been in it. There's no escape after the fact. When you see it before the fact, it's not a fact. The thoughts now are seen as thoughts. They're heard as thoughts, not yours. Feelings are feelings. Actions are actions. Yes, the seeing is seeing, not the seer and seeing, not the hearer and heard, but just the seeing. You sense there's everything's just verbing, and the only way you can recognize as a verb is as a verb. And we are being God, in a way. We're not knowers of God, we're being God. <laughs> what more do you want? Well, I don't think that's true. Of course you don't think it's true. See, we want to look at what's true, but you have to realize nothing's true if it's preceded by think. <laughs> <laughs> if you think it's true, it doesn't make it true. It can make it seem to be true, but it can only make it seem to be true to what's true. Yeah? The only way something can seem to be real is by reality taking it to be so. That's the only way. How could it seem to be real and make real? Yeah? How could something that's not real appear to be real? It has to be appearing to be real to what is real. How else? Well, how else could it be produced? Seemingly. We have a huge role here. We're dreaming. <laughs> I'd love to be the dreamt, really. Fuck, I'd love to take drugs and do ayahuasca and paint my face and have spiritual experiences. I would. I wish, I wish spirituality was a spectacle. You know, I love, I could write a book about how I fought against it and suddenly I succumbed, of course, in a beautiful setting, you know, like a fucking Amazon or something, not Hoboken or fucking Newark, you know, some, and I had lovely hair and old girlfriends and future girlfriend watched me. Oh, I saw when it happened to him. Nothing's fucking happened to us. It's just happening. Yeah. Nothing has come to pass. This is coming to pass. That's the beautiful. The beautiful is, it's like if you were, all right, let's say I go to the river and I have a glass and I capture the river and I bring it home and I put it on my mantle and I go, this is the river. But is it? Its most important essence has been snooted, which is the rivering. It's not moving. Yeah? It's fucking nuded. That's what the mental state does with every message. See, people always complain to someone who's watching the door at the talks I do. And they always complain, they say the same thing. I don't understand the thing this guy's saying. Everything he says goes over my head. And then he says, what about that, Paul? And I said, because that's what I'm pointing at. I'm not talking to you about mind, I'm talking to mind about you. 
<laughs> I don't give a fucking shit if you think you get it or don't. I know mine's getting it. I know it. I have faith. Yeah? The spiritual subpoena is being served. But it's really, it's truly. They're like, well, I just don't get it exactly. Because I know the mental state is like the Death Star in fucking Star Wars. Every fucking fighter it shoots down. So you can't send one plane. You, it's like spirit, it's like a spiritual sperm. You gotta fucking unleash a lot of sperm to get to the mother egg, you know? And a lot of it's gonna be caught. I got it, I got the message, I understand it. But hopefully, if you keep arriving it, one's going to get through, and all, all it does is hit big in mind, and then the mind can conceive a whole new possibility. I can be free from it. Instead of being free as it, or for it, it will realize I'm not that, and therefore immediately I can be free from it. And that's what that's where the freedom lies. It's not for it or through it or by it, or it's from it. Yes? That's the only way freedom stabilizes. If freedom is for you, it'll become another form of bondage. You believe you'll have to keep doing what you're doing to keep the freedom available. That's you playing God. This has nothing to do with you. Really, it's fantastic news. So here's the one male slot that you believe all the male's going through. When this male goes through your little mental state, the mental state will be bored quickly and see it as nothing. It will throw it on the floor, and then mind may read it. And that nothing means everything to mind, because mind is no thing. And when it starts entertaining freedom, there's no stopping it. When you entertain freedom as what you're not, there's a stop, go, stop, go, go, stop, 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 stop. But this, there's no stopping. As the Course says, if mind intends it, it's going to be so. So that's it. That's the message. It's not a dissertation. It's an invitation. I have total faith in it. Because that's what happened with me, seemingly. I heard, I went to a talk like this, not like this, the person was much nicer than I am. <laughs> really, they were. They had the loving gaze and couldn't almost hear them because they were talking very low and yes, yeah, very peaceful. But it didn't matter what they were saying. Something hit me and it was like an unspoken yes. Just hit somewhere. And it, now, over time, I realized it was the last answer because I haven't been looking for any other answer since. Yeah? And one of the greatest, the way the shedding occurred was not that I was liberated, it was I lost interest in the need to be liberated. I lost complete interest in all the shit I was very interested in. I did, completely. And it has never come back. Now that interest has been dispersed, and to me it's much more enriching where it's going now because it's going here now instead of in there and then. Yeah. To me, the interest and attention going to the past and the future was enslaving me now. Now it's enriching my day. Yeah. I'm not leading anything. I'm led. I'm not directing anything. I'm directed. Yes, it's a whole different sort of modality. And in there are mind aspects that have no self in them. <laughs> They're very inclusive. It's not win-lose, it's win-win. It's beautiful, yes? Yeah. 
So if you see the thoughts as not yours, I'll tell you, they'll weigh a lot less. If you see the feelings as not yours, they'll weigh a lot less. This is not, there is no feelings, there are no thoughts. It's just that there's no one having the feelings and thoughts. Yeah? So when someone's worrying about next week, I never question the validity of worrying about next week. It just asks, who is it that's worrying about next week? That's where all the meaning to next week is coming from. Not from next week. Next week is not happening. <laughs> yeah, it has no meaning. Next week has no meaning to deliver to you, to you today. None, at all. Your believing in next week as being a possibility will have a great influence on your day. And most people, when they're screwed up on this day, today is a Saturday, right? It's never about Saturday. It's about last Wednesday and next Friday, because we're in a sense living in a displaced manner. We're living in interpretation instead of having our hand on the pulse of living, which is seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, instead of the interpretation, which is see or seen, hear or heard, tasting, taster and t- tasted. Yes? The whole ballgame is totally different. When the horse is finally in front of the car, it makes fucking sense. Yeah? All those metaphysical questions just drop. You, you may have questions about where did I leave my keys or shit like that, but you don't have any. I'm not pondering great. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why would you want to waste knowing something if you are it? You know, to me, I'd rather just. Like, I went in a. I do a talk at a very big New Age bookstore I live. I hope they're not listening. Probably not. <laughs> they have every book in the world, and there was a book there, 900 page book on consciousness. Now, we are consciousness. Why would consciousness want to study consciousness? Why wouldn't it just want to be conscious? Wouldn't that be the epitome of all the studying? Would would be the hopes that it would lead you to know it? And knowing is a booby prize if you are it. Isn't it? You're the living scripture. You're what you're looking for. The seeker is the sort. They weren't fucking with us. They're true. They're true statements. And if you believe it isn't so, then and you really believe you need to do something, you better do it. If you really believe you need to do it. Yeah? And if you don't believe you need to do it, it's best not to do much. (laughs) It's gonna be as as Jesus says, it's done according to your belief. So if you believe you're screwed, then get some therapy. Really? Don't try to use this as therapy. It won't work. I mean, I love non, I love this message because non-duality is there's no thing called non-duality. It's just a it's a negation, right? Not two. That's all it is. It doesn't say one. It doesn't. It just says not two. It doesn't say not two and it, oh one. No, it doesn't imply that. It's just not two. Yeah. So basically, there's never been a non-duality meaning. It's really a duality meaning. The only, way, the only way you can teach anything is you can teach what you're not, but you can't teach what you are. That can only, you can only be that, but you can teach what you're not. And hopefully, this is how it works with me, by learning what you're not, right? Then in that learning what you're not, you find out what you are. You don't know it, but you find out what you are. Yeah? So the way to get back to where you already are isn't any kind of journey. It's just questioning the false reference that you're taking as a starting point. Yeah? 
It's not like changing a new map to L.A. All the maps to L.A. are perfectly maps to L.A., but you're assuming you're leaving from Omaha when you're in Idaho. Yeah? So the maps are perfectly constructed based on your own Omaha, but we're not in Omaha. We're not a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. That's the wrong starting point. And if this presupposing a non-existent thing gets set in place, then every step after that takes us farther away from that which we could never leave. And you can't, by doing more steps, it's, the bend is going to go more and more seemingly farther away. You can't undo the steps with steps. You can't do yourself out of what you could never do yourself out of. That's the great news. Of course, the action figure has a destiny here. And I'm telling you, it's fulfilling it perfectly. You may not agree to it, but it is. And, uh, you know, and really, the greatest joy that ever came to this action figure in this life is when I saw it as, it's like the urban renewal project got closed down. Well, I kept taking it to be me. There was a lot of fault in it. I had to work on it constantly. As soon as I saw it wasn't me, it got the biggest break of all. The big mental hen got off of it. And fucking now we can fart and shit and do everything and just be a... It's like a Ford, yeah? When it's a Ford, it doesn't want to be a Ford. It wants to be a Cadillac, yeah? But when you finally see what a Ford's about, you realize it's not you, and then the Ford can be a Ford fucking again. You don't hold you don't hold these gigantic rules. You should drive like a Cadillac. You should turn. No, you're, this is a Ford, and therefore it's not. Which is a good. You know the Enneagram. You ever hear of that? Yeah. Enneagram. The Enneagram's a trip. It's a very interesting Sufism thing, yeah? and it was like a way of categorizing every possible personality or character in this world. Everyone was like taking all the cars and giving you and showing you there were seven models. <laughs> and all the cars were a deviation of that seven models. Yeah? So then you learn about it, and so it would be nine basic numbers, and then they throw these two different subdivisions. Do you know it a little bit? So it would be like 27 different variations of a person. So people study it, and after the seminar, they, there's a break, they go out, and now they're going, I'm a four, I'm a seven. No, you learn about it, you learn about what you are, and you realize you're not that. Yeah. That's, the, that's the study. Yeah. Or as Dojin says, you, Buddhism is the studying of the self, and to study the self is to forget the self. Because if you study the self, you'll see it's not you, and in that being, not being you, you'll forget it. You'll lose interest in it. You would you go back and think about Stanley if unless you were with him or something five years ago? Would you would you be sitting all day thinking if Stanley didn't make that turn five years ago, he would have met his wife the next corner, had some kids? No, the only person you'll ever go that far back to is maybe your kids and you. That's the the thoughts would never drag your attention into what's not happening unless they were about you. When you see it's not about you, you lose interest in it all. Just like here. If there was a talk next door and there was a pretty woman there that I'd like to meet, like in a you know, biblical manner. Yeah. I haven't even talked to her, but I'm thinking, if I met her, man, I'd have kids, never divorced, of course. You know, and it would be great sailing. So I'm very keenly interested in her. 
Yeah. Now I'm not. It's the head. Yeah. And so she's in the other room, and I'm doing a talk, and I want to hear what she has to say more than being here, because she means a whole lot more to my head than this does. So then people start noticing, hey, Paul, you don't seem to be here. And I go, yeah, I agree with them, but I'm listening to this lady, like with, you know, spider senses, you know. And I'm hoping she's going to say, I like that guy, Paul, so then I could meet her haphazardly at the coffee. Go, hey, would you like to go out? I like my bets, like, hedged, you know what I mean? <laughs> so suddenly someone comes up to the table and puts a book on it and says, how to lose interest in a conversation in another room. I read it quickly, I agree with the principles, but they don't seem to apply because I'm really interested in what she has to say. Finally, she says, I like that guy, Matt, and my name is Paul. What happened? Do I have to say it, send like a Navy Six SEAL team getting my interest and attention back? No. As soon as it's not about me, it comes right back to where? Here. Does it? Did it take any time? Exactly. If you entertain the idea you're not that, which is constantly being presupposed, reinforced, implied, assumed, inferred by the mental state, you'll lose interest in the thoughts and the feelings and everything else that's being used to facilitate the seeming bondage of self. And if you lose interest in what facilitates the bondage of self, the facilitation won't go on. And then you will be actually freed from the bondage of self. Not by gaining huge interest in the truth, but by losing interest in what you're not. Yeah? And I'm telling you, if you can entertain you're not that, you're definitely going to lose interest in all that that supports you being that. And that's the freedom from the bondage itself. As an activity. This isn't going to go to 8 o'clock, I hope to tell you. Because it's always just an invitation. I don't like beating a dead horse. I don't believe in intensives. I think this place is intense enough, right? It's fucking world. <laughs> Jesus Christ, who would want to go to an intensive? I think Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday's intense enough. <laughs> the only retreat we ever hold is retreat from Paul, which you can sign up for, which means I will guarantee not to run into you for as long as you pay me for those days, and I'll send, I'll send CDs of my stuff, and I'll send a, a DVD of testimonials from ex-girlfriends telling you how great it is not to have Paul in their life. So they feel the presence by my absence, so I will have you sign up for that. Retreat from Paul. <laughs> I'm in retreat from Paul now. I, I really, my testimonial, it's fucking great. <laughs> I sign up immediately. <laughs> I'm saying you're already signed up. It's inherently so. All the huffing puffing's never going to change anything. You can only seem to change things in time. This is all going to roll up when you go to bed tonight. This, when you're in deep sleep, there's nothing that happened. Yeah. You weren't there. The selfing wasn't in deep sleep. It arises when you come back into this waking state. And then it says it was the one that was asleep. That's the presupposing of the non-existent thing. See one example, and it will just duplicate, and you'll see all of the examples. You don't need to see thousands of examples of the claiming that selfing does. See one, and it can be enough to the mind. The mind will entertain it, Boom, 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 boom. The marathon runner finally gets released from the closet and it fucking starts free-ranging. 
And all the possibilities that it never can entertain with self-centeredness as the helmet, it starts seeing other possibilities like, I am that which I'm looking for, the seeker is the sort, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, all that shit makes incredible sense now. Yeah? And then you come to here, Seattle, whatever. I had some kirtan singers. You know kirtan? Mm-hmm. Spiritual hymns, devotional hymns. I'm running into a lot of bhakti, devotional people. I don't know why. So in Toronto, they were singing in front of, before the talk, and people have a great experience. And I'd get up and i said, well, here's the bad news. Because <laughs> <laughs> this has nothing to do with experience. It will influence a lot of experiences, but you're never going to have an experience of what you are. It's impossible. You'd have to be something else. It's impossible. It's not in the experiential realm. No fucking way. It's way prior. <laughs> but it will influence experiences. Yeah? That, to me, is the basis of traveling lighter. Yeah? It doesn't promise that everything will be rosy. It doesn't change the ge- geography that this action figure is traveling over, but it will allow you to travel lighter over whatever's going to happen. And then after a while, after years of that being stabilized, I came to the point, what more do you want? What more does anyone really want? They may give us some exotic name, but they would just like to have an ease and comfort where they're sitting and in the circumstances they find themselves in. And the only way that can happen is by you realizing you outshine all circumstances and situations. So in practical terms, what I'm hearing is simply uh, noticing the me thought that arises and in any moment and let it go. We're talking about identification, seeing through that. I mean, but not even letting go because there's an assumption that there's a holding on. There's no one to hold on. Therefore, there's no letting go. Okay, so just the seeing. Just seeing. There's no movement that needs to be seen. You see all movements, yeah? So there's no movement. There's no letting go. That's a presupposing that you are holding on. There's no holding on here. So it's just seeing. Uh, a thought, a new thought comes up, a worry, see it. Well, you are already. You're always seeing. We just believe there's a you that's looking at it or having it. That's not so. See, it's like here. Let's say here... In this business of spirituality, there's realizations, people like realizations, yes? or epiphanies. Have you ever made an appointment for an epiphany? Did you ever? <laughs> epiphanies just happen, they're like a vertical insertion, just, you know, they just make no sense out of the linear story. So you're seemingly, the self that was never there, it seems to be removed, but it's just not there. And yet what happens, I've had them many times, and what happens is, when they're going to end, they usually coincide with thoughts arising, which is, I'm having an epiphany. Mm-hmm. As soon as the thought arises, and you buy into it, and then the thoughts claim to be the one who has the epiphany, that's the end of the epiphany. So now, it just becomes like a big game head that you caught in the, 
in the animal kingdom of spirituality and you got it on your spiritual mantle and if it's like I got five hour epiphany you call up the 800 epiphany number I'd like to report a huge epiphany in Mill Valley I'd like to see if anyone else had a longer bigger one than I did uh, four hours I've way past four hours I mean I was so not there I'm happy I was there enough to tell you that I was not there. Yeah? It's just like, so all this stuff, realizations are here, realizations are fun when they're yours. Who doesn't want to be clear of it? You know? Who doesn't want to think, believe it's, it's everything's one as, it, as the primary one? <laughs> but if this happens, if this, this is what happened with me with this method. The realizations go like this. These are all safe. But then, now this is seen. This is seen. So that which is behind the camera sees which has been masquerading as that which is behind the camera, as in front of the camera. Never for it ever to be different. This is never going to be behind the camera. That's the scene. No thing, no that, no time. Yeah. Now this has been seen. And that's basically it. Yeah. Now it can seem like it's not so in concept, but the so-ness is so obvious. Yeah. And that which is in front of the camera will never be behind the camera. So you are not that which things are, something is looking through. You are that looking. Now the horse is in front of the cart and things make sense without studying them. More is revealed. Downloads occur like that. Unbidden. You're not trying to jock yourself into any position. You know, that which always was like a goal is the incessant onness. It's the baseline of everyone's event here. Yeah. And... You can seem not to be awake to it, and you can seem to be awake to it. You know, one, I think, promotes lightness, and the other one promotes heaviness. Yeah? I don't think you choose. I think there's just a leaning into it or not. You know? The grace is there. It will dominate. If it isn't, so what? When all this is done, it will be like it never happened. Literally. And if this dawns on you, I'm telling you, if it dawns on you, it, doesn't, it isn't like, oh, suddenly something dawned on me. When it dawns on you, you realize it's always been this way. It's never not been this way. And there was no longing and waiting and doing this. It's a, of a timeless nature. You can't, you can't approach it through time, nor can you leave it in time. All that is the realm of seemingly so. And we give it a reality or we don't. And when you don't give it a reality, then the reality becomes dominant. The background of reality becomes the foreground, and the foreground of the dreaming becomes the background. And that's the horse in front of the cart. Yeah. And as like they say in Zen, now blue is blue and red is red, things become clear. Without studying or working, they're just clear. Because you're clear. Inherently so. The light isn't... It's... Picture may be affected by the lens, but the lens isn't going to affect the light. But its presentation could be affected by what it's moving through, but the light isn't affected at all. Yeah? I'm stoked, man. It's great news. 
I mean, because the biggest hook we're on is that sense of being you. I mean, you wouldn't apply the rules that you apply to you to any fucking one else. Because we, we think we're so special that we're a me, and we have different rules. Oh, it's all right for you to, what I would call, slack off. But I, I constantly, you know, that's all selfing to me. You know what I mean? This isn't about a focused, concentrated, laser-like thing. Selfing demands that. The whole mental state is constantly obsessing over the sense of being a you. It's way too much power and light put onto a fucking non-existent thing. Yeah. This is more dispersed. And it's not like a focused concentration. It's a dispersal. You see so much more when you're not looking. Yeah? You can sense space. You can sense presence. Not as a, as, a, as a boom because you did or didn't do something, but as an inherent condition that's never being erased, it's just being disguised. And we're the, we're the total accomplishment to the disguise. We wear the disguise. I'm in recovery as an action figure. We have some incredible statements in recovery, tons of them. One of them is, hey, we manufacture our own misery, all this shit. I mean, you got to see, what does that fucking mean? I manufacture all my misery. That seems like a very big role to have when it comes to the realm of misery, that I manufacture all of it. I mean, if I'm going to look under it, and I'm not going to find made, made in China. I'm going to find made up here in Paul. Yeah? Really. We're not a person with problems. We are the problem. That's a fucking unbelievable statement. Or as the Course says, you know, you and I give everything all the meaning it has. Now, that's a pretty comprehensive statement. It has the word everything and all in it. You and I give everything, which is pretty inclusive. I don't think you can find anything that's outside of everything. And then all sums it up pretty completely. So you and I give everything all the meaning it has. Where's, how can you escape that? If you have any sense of, I love the download of the course, if yes, then read it and see what it's, what it's implying is you're that, which you're looking for. Well, how else is if you and I are giving everything all the meaning it has, then it's implying that we're not in the everything and all that's been given the meaning. Yeah? We're giving it the meaning. Right. We're the dreaming. We're not the dreamt. We're the dreaming of a dreamt. And there is no dreamt. There's just the dreaming of a dreamt. It never becomes a dreamt. It's just an activity. It's an activity that needs our belief, our interest, our attention to produce its effects. It's like the movie isn't that good, but it's the audience that makes it so fucking good. And I'm telling you, in this dance that the feelings are yours, the thoughts are yours, the actions are yours, that's the bonding. Then you think you have to change your actions, but the your actions will still be in place. Then you will try to change the thoughts, but the your will still be perceiving all the thoughts that you do notice. Then you want to change what you hear, but the one that's hearing it won't change. We're not getting to the root. 
We want relief for that which is the, is the agitation. If relief is introduced to that which is the source of agitation, it's going to get agitated. It's going to use relief to produce more agitation. Because when you lose the relief, see, if you believe you achieve something, you totally believe you can lose it. This isn't about, I don't have a fucking thing, that's why it's never lost. I don't have anything. That's why I never lost. I don't go into a room to get ready for this. I always came in here with a smoothie. You know? I forgot even to put on my pants. We're running too late. I don't have a get ready, get set, go room. It's just here. You sit down because it's already so to begin with. It doesn't start when I go. It's, it's already here. And it demonstrates no thought or effort at all. How hard is it to be conscious? How as hard is it? The eyes may go bad. Does the consciousness go bad? Does the consciousness weaken over time? Does it really? Does the consciousness run out by use? Why are we applying false attributes to that which has no false attributes? They're not qualities we have. They're having us. So if anything changes, it would be because of grace. This action figure cannot do anything, right? Well, tons of things are changing, but when when the what doesn't change becomes obvious, I would say definitely that's grace in a way. I don't know what else you can call it because you have no idea of it until it dawns on you. You really don't. My idea of truth was the farthest thing from fucking truth, and I was a big practitioner, a spiritual practitioner. So there's nothing his action figure can do to achieve that. Action. But you're going to do a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is wound up. What is? What's it going to do? You say, people hear this, they go, "Well, I'll just lay on a couch. That's doing something." You can't escape doing here. This is an action figure. If it was, if it would be called something else, if it was like a. Like a uh, at rest figure, but it isn't. It's an action figure. Yes, constantly. Look at this. Everyone's striving for something, some relief or some better. Most people just want to change how they feel constantly, all day. And the trippy thing here is, which goes quite under addressed, is the influence of time or timing, let's say, because I don't believe there's time. Yeah? It's the biggest fucking influence. Because let's say you go on a retreat. And you believe you are that which is the summation of all your conditions. Emotional, mental, physical, circumstantial, financial, how many blocks you have. And then you go and suddenly, I mean it's a great retreat, you're getting massaged every day, three vegan meals a day, no calls from the outside, no bills coming. Yes, it's incredible. And so Sunday morning you reach the crescendo, you feel fucking great. All the blocks are lined up, and it's 9 in the morning, and you've arrived, but then 9.02 comes. Conditions change, don't they? 9.05, they change. By 11, you can be totally fucked. <laughs> this is like living sandcastles at the ocean shore. You can't push back the tides, yeah? Time is a huge influence. All the thinking is drenched in time. Totally drenched in time. Yeah. 
all our perceptions are drenched in time. How we see things is a formulated way of looking in time. Yeah. We don't see that we're inherently okay. We hope that we will be okay. And we have memories we were once okay. Maybe the memories 10 seconds seemingly ago. Yeah? And we're hoping it will be something that occurs or once was something occurs. We never see the baseline here. Because we're too busy looking. Yeah? You can't apply looking. You cannot apply looking to seeing. You can go ahead and do it. I just don't believe it. It's not a workable way. Just see the fallacy of that reference point and then see where you get moved on the game board. Grace will move thee to the place you've never left, which is square zero. Or it may say you've got four more squares to go through, but inevitably every square when revealed is square zero. Yeah. Nothing, all this other squares happen in square zero. There's no square zero at square 53. There's no arrival at square 53. When you arrive at square 53 and your mind breaks open, it's square zero. If, 20, if you arrive at 23 and your mind breaks square zero, after a while you realize there's only square zero. All this thinking you're away from that you, which you are and or getting closer to that which you are is all made up. You haven't moved one inch away from what you are, nor have you moved one inch closer. No fucking way. Yeah. Yes. That's the intimation of what we are in manifestation. It's being, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and that which sees cannot be seen. That which hears cannot be heard. That which tastes cannot be tasted. Yeah? You can never be experienced. You're prior to experiences. You're that which is having all experiences. But that which has all experiences cannot be experienced. That's the news. Like they call it original face in Zen. When you see your original face, there's no face. It's emptiness and space. That's what we are. We're no thingness. There's nothing you're ever going to find. And it's the identification that is the so-called stumbling block. Seemingly, yes. But seeing that in any moment. Yeah. If you see, if you see the presupposing a non-existent thing, it never becomes fact. Once it becomes fact, then the truth becomes a fallacy. That fact cannot have the fact of what we are at, at the same place and same time. By actively identifying with what you're not, there's got to be a forgetfulness of what you are. There's no way it would appear to be so otherwise. Yeah, you cannot let what's so have an influential. Uh, affect you. It has to be diminished, forgotten, denied, by your act of remembering of what you're not. How does self forget itself? Yeah, is by being doing that. You know, the big the big mind forgets itself as the big mind by being identified with an activity. Because when it's when it's seen through, it's like it's always been that way. It's never not, none of this has ever made any lasting effect. There is no, nothing has happened, all there is is happening. But nothing has happened. You're the only thing that's happening. 
You and I are the only non-thing that's happening. All happenings are happening in that which doesn't seem to be happening. That's it. Now you get an intimation of that by seeing what you're not. By seeing what you're not, you'll intimate what you are. You'll sense that largeness, that space, the presence, all that thing that people would love to have as an experience becomes the, the inherent perfume of what you are. Now, like in recovery, we talk about most people have a baseline of irritable, restless, and discontent. That's the promoter of all seeking and all that shit. This is like that baseline gets sort of straightened out, and now it's an easing comfort, pretty much, yeah? So now you have a baseline that goes, mm, There's little shots of anxious up there. But the baseline is that. Yeah? Most people, their baseline is this. Yeah? Because there's a forgetfulness of that. And this is the soothing quality that that... See, what's... We're never going to find what we need in this place. It's from of this, of what we are. It's not... See, like Jesus says, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. Yeah? We seem to be in time, but we're of timelessness. The relief in time is not from time, or done through time, it's, of, it's from the timelessness. We are it. So the baseline, could you just say a bit more about, you know, how it's typically this way for people? And, and that's your inherent state, is and then there's the mental state that's agitated. The mental state seems to have our, a lot of intention and interest because it's presented as us. We're extreme. The mental state, the, the small M mind is very interested in what it's making. So it the, cherishes the self. So the less interest, that baseline becomes... More obvious, exactly. It's not produced. It's already so. Just that that which is being produced is seen through, and then that which is never produced becomes already so. Now, the, hardcore, you know, the horse is running the car. It's, a switch, it's like a switcheroo that never happens, really. <laughs> but it brings a lot of ease and comfort into a place you weren't being successful finding, yes? Because you are what you're looking for. So is it the action figure that has to do the seeing through? Hmm? Is it the action figure that has to do the seeing through? No. The action figure is what's seen through. Yes. It's not doing the seeing through. That would be the claiming of the seeing again by the identity as a body. So now it would be another way of looking. So now you'd be saddled with an understanding of the truth instead of being the truth. So this action figure can't really do anything. It's just let it happen. Like I think the action figure is a form of expression, really. Not a vehicle to achieve, but a form of expression. Yeah? Now, what's expressing through you right now is a presupposing that you're something already so. And it causes us to see a lot of, a lot of confusion in what doesn't need to seem confused. Yes? It, it's the producer of the agitation, wishing it didn't have agitation. So it blames you and you and you and every, the world and everyone else is producing the agitation. It's the selfing that's the agitating quality. Watch it. Watch if you get to a play peaceful place. How long do you enjoy it? 
Watch you, you finally go on that long sought after trip to Hawaii, and when you're in Hawaii, you're thinking about your job in New Jersey. When you're in New Jersey, you're thinking about Hawaii. You never seem to get a line, do you? You're never seemingly here when there's no escape from here. You ever see those books about getting into the moment? Those were incredible, man. There was getting into the moment, right? So it's totally based on the assumption you could be out of the moment, which I don't believe is true. I don't, there's no, you are, you've been in every moment you've ever been in. And there's no, you can't be more into this moment than you are right now. You're the moment. You can't be more of the moment if you're the moment, yeah? So, this whole idea of getting more into the moment, you know, you get the book, the first book, and then that wasn't enough, then you get the second edition, how to really be in the moment. And then the, uh, the, the uh, advanced, how to really, really be in the moment. But it's all based on the insane idea you could be out of a moment. Did you have that when you were a kid? When you were a kid and you were playing, were you worried, will you be playing next week? I didn't. There was no time having set up yet, yeah? I didn't go and call my mother into my bedroom and I go, Mom, I want to go over my plane. Was Wayne playing better than I was? I feel like lack, I lack the ability to really get the most. No, this is fucking playing, yes? All this shit got formulated by an insane mental process. We assume that we start misplaced and then we want to get replaced, which is actually reinforcing the insane idea that you're misplaced. It's just the same thing like holding on and letting go. Everyone's into letting go, but who the fuck is holding on? I don't believe there's anyone holding on. Who's going to be there? Who's going to proceed to holding on? You. And who's going to proceed to letting go? You. The you isn't gone. The you's thinking it's the one that's holding on, and the you will be thinking it's the one that let go. The bondage is in place with the solution and the problem. That's the real bondage. It has nothing to do with the duality things, close, far, this or that. There's always an imaginary one that's there with both tributaries. You're the source. I'm the one who's close to it, and then I did something, now I'm the one who's far away from the truth. That's, it's all made up. The only importance the two has is because it infers back to the one, the imaginary one. If you're not the one, you, you lose interest in getting closer or, or the pontifications that you're farther away. You won't be bound by the, 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 the judgments of the mental court. You won't be convicted. You won't be pleading for parole or probation. Because all your cases will be brought to the court of light where they're annulled before anything fucking ever happened. You get off the biggest hook of all, you... I'm telling you, I've seen it. You know the problem from the solution. You know the agitation from relief. When you get relief from it, it's like reverse engineering. You know exactly why there didn't seem to be relief when you get the relief. Yeah? It reverse engineers and you go, oh, that and that and that was in place and therefore relief was very infrequent. When that gets dismantled and there's no dismantling, it was never produced, when you see it through it, then the relief is always available at all times. It's like, all right. I, I love this story. I don't know if you like this one. I like the snake story. 
So there's a snake, and every year the snake, the skin molts. Now, we, in our language, our language is constantly implying we have a lot to do with shit we have nothing to do with. Yeah? So two years ago, my knee went out surfing. And uh, so if I, when I meet someone, they ask me, I say, I hurt my knee. Now, if you hear that statement, it sounds like I went in the water with a hammer, and I fucking banged my knee. It sounds like I had a lot to do with the knee. I hurt my knee. Fuck, who would want to hurt their own knee? You know what I mean? Exactly. This is the insanity of it. I really jackpotted myself. Who, if you were a solid stationary thing, why would you fucking jackpot yourself? It's insane. So here's the language. I remember I hadn't been in New York for a while. I came to do a talk, and people who had seen me before saw me, and I had longer hair, and they go, Paul, you're growing your hair. I go, yeah, so I'm growing my hair. I go, I'm doing a good job, I'm my ass. And I say, you know, he's balding. I go, you're not doing well with the hair growing. And I say, you know, I joined a hair growing club and I seem to grow it better. You know, when I get together every week on Saturday at 9 in the morning, we grow our hair together. And I could go on and on and on and on. I'm not doing anything to grow the hair. I just don't cut it. But the language keeps implying I have a lot to do with shit I have nothing to do with. You're listening to it, not hearing it. Most of us are listening to it all day. You don't think that listening to it isn't going to produce an effect? We're the reality. If we're listening to this as being the doer and, and all day, all day with K-Paul playing, yeah, you're out to buy every fucking product that fucking advertises. Hook, line, and sinker. The language is the, is the trance-setter. We're constantly yapping up there, believing I'm the, I did this, I did that, I did that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get to the snake. Let me just finish the snake. Oh, yeah. So here's the snake. The snake's going to molt its skin. It's not doing it, obviously. The skin's going to fall off at a certain time. So let's say we're going to look at the event from two points of view. So we're going to look at the event from the skin's point of view. So from the skin's point of view, the whole skin story is that it's the snake. Yeah. The skin believes it's the snake. So when it starts sensing the skin is starting to slough off, it jacks into the snake head and says, hey, Mr. Snake, fucking, well, it calls it me. Said, buy a lot of moisturizer. You know what I mean? Do not go in the noonday sun. Watch out for that rock. Don't do this. Now it's trying to protect its own ass because its whole story is that it's a snake. What happens when the skin falls off and the snake continues? So from the skin's point of view, it's like fucking Armageddon. But from the snake's point of view, it's hallelujah. It's going to be lighter. Its skin's going to be shinier. It'll attract female snakes. It'll go a rock smoother. It'll travel lighter. It's the same event seen from two positions. That's the possibility here. Either you're seemingly awake to being awake, or you're seemingly asleep to being awake. If you're seemingly asleep to being awake, you think you're, you're the skin at that point, believing you're the snake. When you're seemingly awake to it, you realize you're the snake. Yes? And therefore, if you're happy, let it get fucking downsized. Let it get economized. Yes? Let it go under revision and reconfiguring. Any questions? Yes? I think she was first, though. 
So there's a bit of playing with this I notion. And what's seen is that the I becomes an object in the sentence that is really not an object about. No. So, you know. Well, it's an object cast as a subject. Yeah. And that was really quite amazing. So if I was saying, well, gee, I really should go and wash the car. Well, that has nothing to do with me. It's about the car. I mean, I've, there's just been seeing this again and again with this plane, with this eye. It's really amazing. And it's such a freaking happening. Yes. But it's not yours. <laughs> it's not your habit. So. Wow. You can lose interest in that too. Yes. So I um, wanted to tell you a couple of experiences. I was kind of curious what you might say. Um, so um, a lot of times, especially if I'm doing, I'm kind of athletic and do a lot. So I was doing like this 200 mile bike ride last year and so on. A lot of times I feel like a lot, you know, something else is moving me. And you know, the everyday stuff too. And um, and you talk to or whatever, you know, kind of you alluded to that in the sense of the things are being done through you. Um, but kind of more recently, I've gone on to have some experiences that make me feel like that was really a, a kind of an, a, an ego point of view, even though it didn't really feel like there might not fit work wise. Having some what I would call very direct experiences with the now or the present. That um, kind of blows those other experiences out of the water and made me think that that feeling of being moved by something is more ego naming it that way than um, it being a kind of an immediate direct experience. experience. Yeah. And I was just curious because you were talking about. Um, and um, I was curious. Um, it's really kind of hard for me to explain it. Like it was an immediate direct experience of being moved. Um, like when you come in here and you're not prepared, or you know, you're not thinking and you're not prepared. I was just curious if you could talk more about that. And I'm not sure if that was very clear. Well, you know, my experience at these talks is none. I've never gotten anything out of any of these talks, ever. So I don't see it as an experience. I don't think there's a direct experience of anything, in a sense. You are it, yeah? That's what I mean. Yeah. And the idea of an ego, let's say, but who or what thinks they have an ego, and who or what thinks they lose an ego, that's the self thing. The selfing isn't about an ego. To me, the ego is an observation, objectification of self by self, really. But it's who is it that had the ego and who is it that lost the ego? That's the sense of self. Who is it that had the direct experience is not what had the direct experience. Let's put it that way. Right, no, I get that. Yeah. I get that. That's all. All what happens, in other words, the lens will keep opening up and there'll be a sense of being behind the camera and there's nothing said there, yeah. nor is anything noted, nor is there any flag put down, 
nor is there anything claimed, nor there is any, there's nothing. There's no pronouncement or announcement, nothing to me anyway. So, so, so my experience was uh, being fully aware of everything, every emotion, everything, but being so not identified with it that it was just bland. But I saw it all. But to who was it bland? It, it just was there. Yeah. The experience of seeing it, feeling it, hearing it. The blandness is a reaction from what you're not, yes, to it. Well, that which is a, what that which is addicted to experience doesn't really want like this message because there's nothing it can make it it can't make anything out of it. I remember when I first heard it, of course the mental state claimed it, so I'd be like I was living in Australia and I was entertaining these ideas and then you know my girlfriend would leave and say, Paul, will you wash the dishes and then she'd get home and they weren't done and I, she'd go, why didn't you wash the dishes, Paul? There is no Paul, you know. And she goes, fuck you, Paul, wash the dishes. So my head tried to make it something. And it's sort of like a coyote with a desert tortoise. It can't get to it, it gets bored and leaves. That's what happens. So a lot of people come and see me. And if their mental state's addicted to experience, they're going to leave. Because if they see me 10 years ago or they see me today, it's basically the same thing. It's about nothing. You're not going to get anything. And there's no going to be any advanced courses about nothing. Just the invitation. I know people have been seeing me for years. Hey, have you anything new? No. <laughs> then they just drive by. They don't even stop at the meetings. Like that. They usually come out with us after. They don't even go to the meetings. <laughs> I don't know. I just follow the dictates of what's been revealed. And I have a small enough and I'm unpopular enough and we're disorganized enough so that we can stay pretty clear with it. Yeah? Because there was a great story by Ramana. I don't know if it was true or not, but it's just one of my favorite. And he had all these older students or people that loved him, and they got together and they asked him, hey, can, should we start teaching? And he says, all of you can teach, but I don't recommend it. And they're going, why? Why? He says, because all happened is when you're giving a talk at a group, compassion will come up, and, you'll, and the message will be diluted because you'll have a desire to help people and in that desire the message will be diluted yes? to me this message is very clear very, 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 very clear you stay at that point you don't deviate yeah? that's why I usually don't like questions a lot of times questions start in, turn into therapy and then the self gets a fucking foot in the door and then the fucking the, the whole meeting is captured, and then, you know, the next people get up, talk about relation, next people, it's <laughs> just on and on. So, you want to just stay on the point, yes? Keep bringing the mind back to where it already is, yes? And then what will happen is, I have faith in it, it will see. And when it sees, it will realize, I'm seeing all that infers to what I'm not, and in that, I find out what I am. Yeah? If you need more examples, all selfing is doing is duplicating and geometrically progressing and diminishing. It's the same saying. Its main movement is claiming. Yeah? It's represented in our language by the feeling of my. And that's what it's doing. All the activities that come into, into presence by conscious contact, it claims to be the one who's having them. And then the mental state uses all of those things, note all those activities, to imply you. Yeah? It's like a heist all day. 
If you see the burglar in the house, it will be very meek. It's like that big dog, if a bigger dog comes in, it's going to roll over. Yeah? Power only respects other power. So, when you come into the light of looking for you, when what you are becomes obvious, what you're not is very, very severely diminished. Because it's just an activity. It's like the old Zen, it's like a finger pointing at a moon. This is just a finger pointing. The mental states presupposing, implying, assuming, inferring that you are something. Yes? The thought system pictures you as a body. If you are devoted to the thought system, the big M mind is going to seemingly take itself to be a body. And this is the pole, this is the source of this whole event. Yeah? You see it, and more gets revealed. I have a seat assignment, that's all. This is the sort of a job I have right now. And so downloads occur so that it can translate into somehow a language you can understand by not understanding it. You know? And I like throwing things over everyone's heads. I do. I like to irritate people, too. I mean... I mean I do. I mean, I don't, but there's something in there that... I don't believe comfortableness is the way. I think that which is comfortable needs to be irritated. Just to see what... See its reactions, yeah? So, yeah. I believe seeing precedes everything, and I believe that's our true starting point, which is a pointless point, you know? I don't think anything is prior to what's seen, and nothing's been revealed to me that there's anything prior... All there is is seeing, there is no seer, there's no divine seer, there's no undivine seer, there's just seeing. Yeah. We, the mental state wants to place a noun amidst the verbs, all the verbing, and then once the noun is in place, it gives direction to all the verbs, and life is seen as it's happening to you. It's a fucking interpretation. It's not so. None of this shit has any direction other than the direction we give it. When we take a position, things have a direction. When we don't have a position, things don't. Life's just happening. Yes? Much easier to deal with than if it's happening to you. Because, of course, you'll have opinions that it shouldn't be happening to you. Yeah? Like, always people go, why me? Why not you? Yeah? In In life's happening, why not you? In life's happening to me, it's why me? That's its view, and it's logical in that insane logic. It thinks, this shouldn't be happening to me, but it is. You know, just like I can have a great story if, oh, if I wanted, if I hadn't been run over by a car, but I was. Yeah? The mental state wants to just exempt that fact and start fantasizing. Oh, I, I'd be a fucking pro surfer, but you're not. Your leg got mangled by a car, seemingly. <laughs> All the huffing and puffing doesn't make it not so. How much effort does it take to accept what is as it's appearing? None. I don't want anyone who's not here to be here, and I don't want any of you that are here not to be here. I have no, no argument with anything that's going on right now. That's not an effort. That's a scene. I mean, what's the... The great relief from the effects of what's not happening is realizing it's not happening. Really, next last week is not happening. There's not one bit of last week that's 
that's easing itself into Saturday. It's not. It didn't go across the border of Saturday and, and like an immigrant, you know, get in. No, it's not there. We bring its effects for an imagine. We're miracle workers. We don't understand. You know, there's an old story about Jesus bringing Lazarus up from the dead. But at least Lazarus was alive at one time. We're making shit out of nothing. All day. We're causing effects by entertaining an imaginary place. We're causing seemingly real effects right now. I'm feeling contraction when there's no apparent threat. Why is that? It's because I'm not responding to what's happening. I'm reacting to what's not happening. And that can only be by faith in the thoughts about what's not happening. And we are the faith. We are the force of mind. We are faith. As Jesus says, as you believe, so it is. Faith the size of a mustard seed can move a mountain. We're moving last week and today. <laughs> we don't see it. We're demonstrating all these incredible statements. What does it imply? You've got a big role here. <laughs> You're the dreaming. You're not just in this little dreamt. For all that attention that you're putting on this little dreamt, it's going to burn it like a bug when you look at it with a magnifying glass. You're going to fry it. Too much attention. Yeah. This does much better with disperse, you know? Can you imagine this being the center of the universe? Well, fuck, how could this take it? That I, I did everything that, that's happened to me? Fuck. I take imaginary, first it's established as I'm the doer, and then in that imaginary field, I harvest guilt and shame. I smoke it all fucking day. I'm clouds of guilt and shame based on what I thought I did. Or worse, what I should have did, which I didn't do. Which could be almost anything. The head could have a field day. What should you have done? And, you know, tons of shit. That's faith in action. There is no... Faith is a force of big M mind. And faith is going to manifest in the vehicle it's put in. If you have faith in the thought system, you're going to produce tons of anxiety. The same faith, if it's not put in the thought system, let's say it's put... Yes? In something that's trustworthy and infinite, that's going to produce an easing comfort in your day. The same energy, same faith, because it doesn't matter. Faith and everything else about big M mind is neutral. It finds polarity here through this. If we have faith in the thought system, we're going to make anxiety out of nothing. Yeah? If we have faith in that which is so, we'll have an easing comfort going on. Same, same faith, exact same energy. It's where it's directed. That's how it's going to appear here. And we're the spigot. We're the hose, like it or not. Yeah? Didn't you ever hear those statements? The object, what's observed is distorted by the observation. Yeah? The greatest influence of any experiment is the experimenter. Yeah? You see what that means? What's the... What's the observation, which we are the observation, yeah? In this event, this as a thing is observed by the observation there. And in this, from this camera location, this is the observation, just checking out the observed, yes? We're playing the same roles, yeah? To you, I'm an object. To me, you're an object. I'm calling the subjectivity that's moving through this camera location me, and you're calling the subjectivity that's moving through that camera location you, 
And therefore, from there, the subjectivity sees me as an object, and from here, the subjectivity sees you as an object. That's what's happening. But what truly is, it's object-object. All there is is subjectivity. The objects are dreamt. That's the dreaming. The dreaming is of dreamtness. Then, the subjectivity, which is the dreaming, we forget and we think it's, it's a quality the dreamt has, and now it becomes a commodity that I can either increase or decrease based on what I do or don't do. That's, that's incredible God-playing by the mental state. Then your inherent condition becomes a goal that you want to acquire through tons of effort and thought, yet this which we're looking for has demonstrated no effort of thought. I can't do it any better than this. I can't. Maybe I will tomorrow. But I can't see, I can't draw it as clear as this is as best as I can do it. I can redo it constantly, but this, this, get it down to the simple starting point. Either your life starts after this point, or it starts before this point. And that is the presupposing of a non-existent thing, wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing, wanting to get a sandwich for the non-existent thing, wanting to get sex for the non-existent thing, wanting to get those pants for the non-existent thing, whatever it may be, it's, we're just, in spirituality we'll say salvation, but it could be anything, yeah? If that's taken to be so, if we, as that, which we are, take ourselves to be the non-existent thing, we breathe seeming life into the non-existent thing, Yeah? And then if we start at that point, then it's, it's, then it's cast into the statement of you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, you can't use light to seek light, you can't use mind to seek mind, because you're the mind. But when the non-existent thing is taken to be so, you cannot see yourself as mind. You, you see yourself as someone who has a mind. You see yourself as someone who has light, or doesn't have light. You see yourself as someone who could become the Buddha, or you may, in worse, you'll try to make someone else a Buddha to reinforce the idea that you are not. See it. That's the heist. It's an imaginary heist. Unless the housekeeper, the house owner, believes he was robbed, there's no robbery. Unless he calls the burglar him, there's no robbery. And I'm telling you, it never happened. It can only seem to be happening. This has never happened. Does, does, does yesterday have any real quality that it happened? Only in our memories. And whose memories are they? Yours? Look at science fiction. It's not that far off. They're just going to jack in memories, and you'll think you're a Boston Red Sox fan and you have three kids when you don't. You don't think it's, we're doing that right now? Rest right there, you know. Don't you sense the juice in this room? Feel it? Fuck. It's tactile. You can sense it. It's the only bell you ever need to fucking hear. It's the bell of authenticity. Yeah. You're on to something. Just let your mind entertain. 
it's dying to live without that saddle of selfing on it. Because then it can entertain the immediacy of what it tries, the mental state tries to make as a future goal. You'll be what you are looking for. You'll be what you hope you will find later. You are that. So can you go right there? I mean, no, you can't. You are there. Well, but I mean, what you were saying is you see that you're not that. And then you do. Not then. It doesn't come. You see you're not that, yeah. and that that's that. That doesn't take any time. There's no process to get back to where you are. Because you never left. But do you, see, you don't need to actually see that you're not that. Because you are that. Yeah. Yeah. So you get in touch with that, or feel that, see it, and be it. No, because there's no you to get in touch with it. You are that. All you see is what you're not, the activity that implies you're something other than you, and there's nothing else that else needs to happen. It's like, you're not that, that's that. It's not, you're not that, now let's marshal our powers to find what we are. No, you're not that, that's that. It's the seeing of what you're not, that's what we are. And it doesn't take any fucking time, because it's not something that happens. It's not a, a culmination of a process. It's not a, a destiny that you finally arrive at. It's everywhere, at all times, with no requirement necessary to meet it. It's not of time. It's not of place. It's an inherentness that we're missing because we're used to seeing things that come and go. We don't see what's always here. We, we see things that start and stop. We don't see what continually is on. We see a culmination or a destruction. We don't see what's always so. The, men, the perception of the body does not see what we are, nor will it ever see what we are. If we're relying as this, with, on this as this, this is not the vehicle you want to get back to what you are. It's always going to take you seemingly farther away. By realizing you're not this, yes? By realizing you're not the car, when the car goes there and then goes here and parks there and goes there, you won't be saying it's you. You'll see all the movement of the mental states, but you're not moving at all. You never have. How could everywhere go anywhere? How could everywhere be anywhere else? You don't need to be located. <laughs> You're totally unlocatable. You can't, don't need to be found. You would never fucking lost. <laughs> Ever. It's an impossibility. What you're looking for is what's looking right now. That's the message. Very direct. It's not about knowing, it's being. It's not being in a future when you do enough and have enough and get enough. It's being right now, no matter what condition you seem to be in. When that starts becoming so, it'll become more so. Yeah? The foreground of the impossibilities of the mental state will recede, missed out as it comes towards you, which is what every, everywhere, it'll missed out, it'll be like it never happened and fall off an imaginary cliff, and now what you weren't noticing will be the foreground. 
You are what you're looking for. The seeker is the sought. Right? Why these statements? The open secret. How could it be a secret if it's open? Exactly. The gateless gate. How could it be a gate without a gate? Exactly. You know? They're trying to, they're trying to point to the immediacy of what we are. See, but we want to look. We, we're still looking through time. That's why we can't see timelessness. We're seeing from timelessness. Yeah, we are. It's only a magic trick that we feel like we're looking from time. It's not so. You know? The joke isn't a joke as soon as the joker realizes it. There is no illusion. There's just an activity. There is no thing that has disguised what we are. There's an activity. Nothing has ever happened. You are exactly what you've always been and always will be. No matter how many heinous crimes you've committed as an action figure, no matter how many slights and terrible things you participated in, they've left no mark on what you are. There's not going to be any day of reckoning. This is the day of reckoning. Right now, we're experiencing the reckoning all day. The mental state is reckoning we're fucked, or we're going to be fucked, or we were fucked. And we believe it, and therefore we seem to be fucked. There's no more reckoning than that. Yeah, I fulfilled my commitment. It's 8 o'clock. About five minutes left. Any other questions? Yes. In this space, what about relationship? Can you speak something about relationship? I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah, what about, let's see. Well, I'm not, what kind of relationship? We're, all, we're as an action figure, we're constantly in relationship. Two act, well, not two action figures, but. Yes, yes. Or With a significant the other. World, you know, the, oh, the world. The world. Um, you and I. All of this. Well, you know what I find? Really, my job here is holding space, really. Which is easy if you are space. Yes. So that's what I do in relationship most of the time. Mm-hmm. People see me as what they want to see me as. They never, I never show up ever. The you they think they know shows up to them. Yeah, I have an example. I used to not go to weddings with my family because I was a black sheep when I was young. Yes? So it made a lot of... I wasn't welcome, you know. Whatever. So then years later, I started going to weddings and I'd see my uh, nieces and all of them, every time they looked at me, I was the brother of their mother or father. They all saw their mother and father. My whole job was just to hold the space, and they said, oh, you just look just like my father, dad, and mom, and it's all my, my whole job was, and it's always been my job, just to be whatever you think I am, basically. And that's easy to do if I'm not this. Yeah? So it's like holding the space. Now, sometimes the space seems very confined and significant things, but that's the action figure rubbing against another action figure. Some people have a very difficult time. Like in AA, we say we're incapable of having a viable relationship with another. That's a bad starting point, you know, (laughs) when it comes to relationships, that you're incapable of having a viable one with another person. So there's going to be a lot of irritation, but who's irritated? See, that's that's the leavening agent. Is, is the my is decreased, and then things that were unbearable can be bearable. Yes? 
You can travel through things you would fucking avoid at all costs. Yes? If you take the one ingredient out, you'll realize what a huge role that one ingredient played. Seriously. Just like when you get some relief of time, you'll see the drenchedness of this event in time. Or in timing, let's say. That's unbelievable how much everyone's statements, every action is totally framed in time. How many millions of deadlines are made up and all this, all time and time and time. No one feels it. It's like a dry current. You know? It's like a dry current in the water. You don't sense it, but its influence is huge. We're dreaming time. Why? You remember when you, if you're doing something good, time goes so fast. If you're doing something you don't like, it seems like a drag. Time seems quite elastic to what? us. We're giving it all the meaning it has. Everything and every, every we're giving everything, time included, all the meaning it has. We are the last house on the block. We're the junction between infinity and finiteness. We're that. We're the interface. We're reflecting the activity of the dreaming, and then we're reflecting infinity. One can be more, if all the interest and attention is on the movie, you're going to have to suffer the slings and arrows of the character that you're playing. If more attention's on the infinite, then the slings and arrows won't go as deep. You'll travel lighter. You won't take yourself so seriously. And the self would do a whole lot better when it's not taken seriously. That's how it is. Those are like the two ways this place flows. It's a whole dualistic expression. That's how it goes. You're either seemingly awake to being awake or you're seemingly asleep to being awake. And there's tons of degrees and, and dimensions of what, that can, what the, that can produce as experiences. But it's the same. It's like the undivided river splits. So you can be seen to be awake or you can seem not to be awake. But you're inherently awake. That's it. There's no, we're not going to awaken. We are already awake. We just don't think so. Or we think we, could, we should be more awake. Or if I was really awake, it would look differently than it does now. Who says that? Like in Zen, they have that old great statement, first there is the mountain, then there is no mountain. Hallelujah, everyone likes it when the mountain disappears, but there's the mountain again. <laughs> we don't like that one. So first there is the mountain, then there is, and then there's the mountain. But now, the second mountain, you may not even, you know, have any desire to climb it. <laughs> so, so there's a mountain. The white. Yeah. The white. There's a white. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Losing interest doesn't mean you lose interest. It's you lose interest in certain things. You never lose interest. There's tons of interest. Yeah? It'll just go somewhere else. And maybe where it goes will be more enriching to this event than enslaving to the event. I would never want to be the, the arbiter of that direction. Because I would make it all about self. When I surrender and I let it get displaced and reconfigured, I'm happy as hell with the results. I could never have gotten here at all, because all the maps I made were based on a wrong assumption of where I was leaving from. But, yeah, so that's it for tonight, eh? And if you're interested, do we bring shirts? So we did.
Buy some shirts, man. You gotta support my lavish lifestyle. I have books too. The books aren't linear. They're just any page that hopefully will bring you back to the point you never left. So it's good reminders. So they're up there. I think the shirts are twenty, but I'm willing to take almost anything. <laughs> and the books are fifteen. I gotta be solid on that. Just because someone else that's involved. All right. That's it. Hey, we'll be here tomorrow. We'll be here tomorrow at 6 o'clock for the advanced course. Tomorrow, around 7.30, the secret handshake will be revealed. So you don't want to miss it. And I'm also going to give out certificates of awakening. But at 7.45.
just wanted to say hey in case I think I'm going to come back tomorrow. Oh, good, yeah. What's your name? It's Co. Co? 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 Just Ko. Ko or Co? Great. I hope you got Ko today. Yeah. I'm getting Ko. Good.